Dr. Deb Trevin here. What's healthy? We are. It's another beautiful day here in Hotlanta, Georgia. And I wanted to talk about sciatica today because sciatica sucks. And a lot of you out there who are suffering from sciatica, and if you don't know what sciatica is, let me tell you, it is when you have pain that runs from the low back down the leg. It could be numbness. It could be burning. It could be tingling. It could be your low back doesn't hurt at all, but you feel a numb spot on your leg or a numb spot on your foot or this burning feeling. That is sciatica. It's when you have some kind of pain that involves that, that lower extremity, that leg. And a lot of the population today really does suffer from this, especially on the heels of working from home because people are sitting there and they're working in these environments that are really makeshift desks and makeshift offices and they're sitting in bad positions. And sciatica is one of those things that really you would benefit from making sure that you're sitting in the right position. So ergonomically, everything should be in the right position. And you know, a really quick, easy test is just make sure that when you're sitting in a chair, your hips are at 90 degrees, your knees are at 90 degrees, your ankles are at 90 degrees, your feet are flat on the floor, or they're on a book or a telephone book, if it's from the old days, some kind of a stool, something to keep you at that 90 degrees. Um, and then for those of you who have neck pain or pain going down the arm, um, that is also a radiculopathy. And that also can be really uh, helped if, with obviously chiropractic care, massage therapy and acupuncture, but at home between visits, and don't wait too long to come in between visits, you can make sure that your elbows are at 90 degrees, your wrists are straight out, your keyboard is straight ahead of you, your monitor is straight ahead so you're not looking up and you're not looking down and you're not like this, that you're really sitting up tall, straight and relax, those shoulders are relaxed. And that's the correct position so that you can prevent your body from impinging on nerves and causing muscle spasms and everything being out of whack and then getting something like sciatica. Um, I know a lot of people wait before they come in to see a chiropractor. And I don't understand this. You know, I guess maybe if you're that person that waits and doesn't go to the doctor for a cold and that kind of stuff too, okay, I get it. But the longer you wait with any kind of a physical issue, the harder it is structurally to get you better. So it takes longer. So if you have it and you've been suffering with pain or headache or neck pain or pain down the arm or carpal tunnel or tennis elbow or golfer's elbow or knee issues or hip issues or feet issues, plantar fasciitis, sciatica, all of those things can really be rectified by getting your butt into a chiropractor's office and getting the therapies, electrical stim, ultrasound, ice, heat, just kind of depending on where you are in the process and how your body is handling it. And this will really, really make a big difference. Um, you know, another interesting thing, and I always want to say this is if you've had bowel or bladder dysfunction, you know, you need to make sure that A, it's not an emergency and you go to the emergency room for that. But if you're having bowel or bladder dysfunction, if you're having problems with pregnancy, keeping a baby, getting pregnant, um, all kinds of different things, that can also be an issue with your low back. And you know, you might not even have back pain when you're when this stuff is going on. What I'm trying to say is chiropractic care can really help you, even if you're not feeling a physical issue, but if you're having something more like a, a bowel issue or a bladder problem or a constipation or a diarrhea or a combination of the two, chiropractic care can really make a, a big difference with that. So it's not just for 
decreasing pain or getting rid of pain or healing you structurally. It helps with all kinds of other things too. And I think that's really worth mentioning because a lot of people don't do that. A lot of people just go to the chiropractor after waiting for a long period of time when they're hurting. Um, oftentimes I will recommend my patients get massage therapy and acupuncture along with chiropractic care because they go hand in hand, right? When you receive a chiropractic adjustment, what's happening is we're putting the bones back into place, taking the pressure off the nerves and, and reducing the muscle spasms and all that kind of stuff. But you know, the muscles attached to the bones. So chiropractic is addressing the bony stuff where a massage and acupuncture are, are, are addressing the muscular component and the, um, the electrical systems going through body and all of that kind of stuff. So I think it's really important and don't wait. I have a question coming in from Sarah and Sarah asks, I've gained a bunch of weight recently and I'm, I'm now starting to feel some leg pain. Could it be sciatica? Absolutely. There are tons and tons of different causes of sciatica, but weight gain is one of them because as we put on more weight, we put more pressure on those discs. And if we put more pressure on those discs, they can get narrowed. You could get a bulge. You could get a extrusion. It could put pressure on the nerve and then it can cause pain down the leg. And oftentimes losing weight will help. But in the meantime, getting good chiropractic care, taking the bone off of that nerve, taking the pressure off of that nerve will really make a, a big difference. So that's a great question, Sarah. Thank you for asking. CoQ10 or coenzyme Q10 is an antioxidant that is actually naturally produced in your body. But here's something that I think is really important. I want to talk about CoQ10 because it's responsible for so many things like heart health and cardiovascular stuff and reducing in cholesterol and all kinds of different functions. But as we age, our CoQ10 levels tend to decrease naturally just because our bodies don't produce enough of it. Now, I want to talk a little bit about CoQ10 and red yeast rice, which is what they make statin drugs from. So anybody who has high cholesterol and you're taking a cholesterol medicine or a statin drug, it's interesting because a lot of you will start taking it and then you'll get aches and pains and your joints hurt and your body just really hurts. And what's happening is the body is being depleted of CoQ10 as we age, but also red yeast rice and statin drugs will reduce the amount of CoQ10 that's in your body. So you have to supplement outside of the normal production of CoQ10 and the normal intake of it through food because your body can't produce enough of it. So taking a CoQ10 supplement, I think is so important for all kinds of different things. And I did want to talk to you because CoQ10, as we know it and we call it, or coenzyme Q10 has two forms. One of them is ubiquinol and one of them is ubiquinone. And ubiquinol is the one that is mostly found in your blood. And it's the one that is um, more active. It, it, it's in our blood serum and it helps to protect us from um, damage from all kinds of different things, but not having enough of it will lose the, protect, the protection of the CoQ10. Um, the recommended dose is at least 250 milligrams a day of CoQ10. And then if you're taking red yeast rice or you're taking a statin, I would increase, depending on how much of the, the drug or the red yeast rice that you're taking, I would increase the amount of CoQ10 that you're taking. Now, I tell my patients all the time, you know, sometimes it doesn't really matter the quality necessarily of the supplement. So a vitamin C, for example, or a zinc, for example, it doesn't matter the quality necessarily, but it's got to be the right 
form of it. And that is the same thing with coenzyme Q10. We want to make sure that you're taking the best form of it. And ubiquinol is really the best form of it because ubiquinol needs to be converted to ubiquinol or coenzyme Q10. And a lot of us already have gut issues and problems breaking things down. So imagine if you had to break down ubiquinol to ubiquinol so your body could actually use it for the functions that it needs and it's uh, and that CoQ10 really helps with. So I would make sure if you are taking a coenzyme Q10 that it is um, ubiquinol, not ubiquinone because ubiquinol is the better form of it. Ubiquinone, like I said earlier, you have to break it down and um, and then be able to use it. And who knows with these mucky guts that are walking around in our world today from the food and the crap that's in our air and in our food and in our water, and we're taking it in and our guts aren't able to break it down and do the things that we um, really want. So make sure that your coenzyme Q10 is sourced from um, ubiquinol, okay? Not ubiquinone, that's ubiquinol, okay? This is the one we want. It can um, help with all kinds of really incredible things. And I have a question from Christina. And Christina says, is it true that CoQ10 could help prevent cancer? There are new studies showing that it can thwart the development of um, common cancers. And you want to look those up. Um, I know that the research in this is new and young, but because it's an anti antioxidant, because it helps repair cells, that's how CoQ10 probably could, um, could, could help with cancer. I would read the studies and make your own judgment on that. Cause like I said, there's not a lot out there yet. And I think, um, and I am hopeful that there will be as we move forward and that we can take CoQ10 or coenzyme Q10. I'm totally twisted today. CoQ10 so that we can have heart health and cardiovascular health and protection and antioxidant protection and um, and keep our bodies really healthy and really good and really strong. So that's a really great um, question, Christina, and I don't want to dance around it, but you know, you really got to look at the studies and the studies are showing that, that CoQ10 could be beneficial in cases with people who have cancer. Fish oil. I love talking about fish oil. And as far as I'm concerned, if you're not allergic to fish, you should be on a fish oil. And I want to talk about fish oil because there's a lot of different fish oils out there. And this is the supplement that you have to have good quality because you don't want mercury in your fish oil. And if it's not sustainably um, ra sustainably raised, meaning it's wild caught fish. If it's fish that they're raising, you don't know what they're feeding them. You don't know what's going into them. You don't know if they're giving them stuff. You want the stuff found out in the ocean so that you can get good, healthy fish oil. Remember, this is one, you know, you pay for what you get. Sometimes you have to pay a little bit more to get a better quality supplement. And fish oil is one of them that you want to make sure is really super good quality. Now, you want it to include EPA and DHEA, right? And at least 1,200 milligrams of it because you want to make sure that your fish oil has those um, the uh, omega-3s in them. And you want to make sure people have problems today because their omega-3s and their omega-6s are not in the right ratio to each other. We want to make sure we have more omega-3s because those are your healthier fats, right? Now, what does fish oil help with? All kinds of different things, heart health, immune function, inflammation, joint health. Um, it helps relieve stress um, that's placed on our immune system. So not necessarily the physical stress, but the inside stressors that we deal with every day. It helps reduce triglycerides. There's a lot of cool studies about that. So when people take fish oil to reduce cholesterol, it's really triglycerides that they're working on when we do uh, fish oil. It, uh, some of the studies that I have read 
also show that it can reduce liver fat. So if you have a fatty liver, fish oil is a really important uh, nutrient supplement that you should be taking so that your body can be healthy so that we can try to reduce the um, liver fat. And actually, it was really interesting. I just read an article not too long ago that it can really help with um, rheumatoid arthritis because if we can reduce the inflammation, which rheumatoid arthritis and osteoarthritis has a lot of, it can really make a huge difference. Now, you want to think this through and you want to remember this. We do not make this stuff naturally. We have to manu um we have to consume it through food. We don't manufacture it. So you want to make sure that you're eating lots of good fish. And you want to make sure again that your fish is wild caught fish, that it is not fish that is fed or manually um brought up, raised in a farm. Farm fed is what I'm trying to say. See? can't talk today um, because these omega-3s are the things that you really need to get in through your diet. You cannot, and, and supplementation, you cannot manufacture them yourselves. And this is really an important thing to remember that you need to make sure you're consuming this stuff so that you get enough of it. So you have all of that protection that I talked about earlier. I have a question from Jen. Jen says, can fish oil help with cholesterol? So yes, Jen, we just talked about that. Yes, it absolutely can help with overall cholesterol and especially it helps with um, your triglyceride. Uh, I read an article and it says that when you take fish oil, it can actually reduce your triglycerides between 20 and 50%, depending on how much you're taking and how high it is. And I think that's really a great question because a lot of people suffer from high cholesterol and a lot of people don't realize that there are things that you can take more naturally to help before your doctor has to write you a prescription for a statin to reduce the cholesterol. So things like fish oil and CoQ10 and even B vitamins can really help lifestyle, exercising enough. Exercise is a great one and making sure you're taking really good supplements, good quality supplements, good quality fish oil, good quality CoQ10 and that. So I hope this helps and it's been great seeing all of you today. I wanted to um, to let you know if you have any questions, you can just reach out to me. You can email me at feelbetter at lakepointwellnesscenter.com. You can go on our website at feelbetterhere.com. You can give us a call at 770-974-521. Five. You can send me questions, call me. We can set up a complimentary consult where we can talk for a few minutes and maybe talk through some of that if you need to. And remember, don't change supplements. Don't take supplements unless you clear it with your medical doctor first to make sure um, it doesn't mix with any medications if you are, in fact, taking medication. So I hope this helps. Until next time, wishing you love and light and health and happiness. Bye-bye.